0: Welcome back to another episode of That's Business. Today's guest is a 24-year-old owner and founder of SJL Creations, LC. Ever since Sam was a child, she always found an interest in fine arts. In 2017, she rekindled that fire and started creating more crafts. In 2019, she rebranded her business, formerly known as Sam's Jars and Letters, to create SJL Creations, LC. This new venture of painting and creating has helped relieve her from anxiety and depression. She created her clothing line, House of Amani, in 2022, which is inspired by her acrylic pour paintings. Her collections are influenced by her fluid images. She yields each project with zest, fondness, and poise. Sam believes that there is art in everything that we see in the world, and we should encourage everyone to embrace their creativity from childhood to adulthood. Sam, thank you so much for being a guest. You have so many interesting pieces of you. Before we dive into what you're doing now... Throw it back to childhood. What did you want
1: to be when you grew up? And walk me through what your childhood was like. Okay. So what I wanted to be when I grew up. um, At first, it was like an astronaut. (laughs) I love that. I really was into science and like bugs and like mixing things together and just a science geek. (laughs) But then then it changed. (laughs) Then I realized like I'm going to space. You know, it's no gravity. And then I guess like the fear came in. So then I'm like, I'm going to change what I think I'm going to (laughs) be.
0: I feel like it's and I don't want to say like the left brain, right brain, because there's a lot of creativity and liking science and all. But Mm -hmm. do you remember the moment where you're like, oh, I'm actually this creative individual? Or was it a pivotal moment or just something that kind of gradually came to you?
1: I think it was always there because when I was a kid, my parents will always get me, like, these big art workbooks and just art coloring books. Uh, it was, like, that one. It was, like, in, like, a, I want to say, a black plastic fold-up thing. <gasps> yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. hmm Of, like, different themes. So I was art crazy. I definitely was a kid. The paint on the wall. Um uh. <laughs> I was got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> I love that going into high school and some of those formative years too. Were you pursuing more of this artistic background in high school, or when did? At what age do you remember it like really coming out?
1: I think it really came out actually when I graduated high school because um, I went to Southfield Public Schools, and yes. We had options to take art, but it was not like a requirement. Like you can mostly choose your schedule in high school. So I was like in the acting classes or cooking or TV production, but I never did like painting, drawing, you know, sculpting, anything like that. So it kind of was like a full 180 when I graduated high school and I started painting on my own. And I'm like, why didn't I do this in high school? (laughs)
0: I feel like it's always later. I always think of that, of like in my 20s or even after high school. I'm like, why didn't I think to do this while I was there? It's like I'm more fascinating with topics I do now than the classes I had in high school. So I feel that to my core. So... I am a huge proponent of mental health, and I love that you found this outlet. So walk us through going through college and figuring out that this is the route you wanted to go. And how did you find that this was a good outlet for you to treat your depression and anxiety as someone who also has depression and anxiety?
1: Yeah. So graduated high school. I went to AmeriCorps in Triple C FEMA, which is basically I don't know if you know about that, um, but it's basically... Like the Peace Corps, but in the United States. Okay. Um, I traveled to Mississippi and I was there for about three months. And then we go to, you can go to three different states. So I was completely on the other side of everything. I was more so on the ground. Um, like we did like sandbagging for communities that flooded. It was more so wow. community service based because when I graduated, I'm like, I don't really want to go to college right now. No. (laughs) I'm not ready for that. Um, I graduated when I was 17. So I'm like, it's not time. (laughs) It's not time. So I took, you know, that year off after graduating to do the AmeriCorps and help communities. Um, I went to Mississippi and then Denton, Texas. And I was actually there in Denton, Texas throughout the whole program. So... During the program, I'm like, I love helping people, but I'm not, you know, boots to the ground, um, sent like a, you know, a frontline worker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? And thank God for the people who are, you know, props to them, but that just wasn't my way of um how I wanted to give back to the community. So I started like, you know, researching other things I can do, other, you know, passions that I have or that I always have had. And then I'm just like, let's just create, <laughs> let's create. Like, you know, that's what something that made me happy because in that time I had to figure out, okay, what makes Samaya happy? And then whatever makes me happy, I can pass that along. But if I'm not happy doing this, how can I pass that along? You know, like you're passing along, Different emotions when you really want to be, you know, positive. Right. Absolutely. Answer the question.
0: (laughs) Yes. Hey, we talk in circles on this podcast. So there's no right or wrong to it. So (laughs) I'm thrilled with it. Amazing. Now, having that first business of Sam's Jars and Letters. So tell Mm -hmm. me what was the idea behind it and what was
1: that business? Okay. So what was that business? I don't even know how I got started. I just one day. I think I just had a bunch of mason jars. And I said, I'm going to paint them. (laughs) I'm going to paint them. Why not? Why not, you know? So I just started painting mason jars. I used to do, you know, holiday-themed jars. So if it was St. Patrick's Day, I would have a shamrock. Or I'd do, like, a rainbow. um, Valentine's Day hearts. Christmas, I used to do, like, Christmas trees. It was actually really fun. And then the letters, I would do picture collages. And actually... (sighs) The picture collages, I made those for my family before I went to AmeriCorps because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be going, you know, it's a nine month program. I knew I was gonna going to be gone for a long time. And I'm like, I want to give them something to, you know, remind them of me. And then they were like, um, you should sell these. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? So I was like, OK, so that's pretty much was S.J.O. Well, Sam's Jars and Letters first. <laughs> And then the rebrand. And that's so awesome having supportive
0: family and friends because I feel like a lot, I mean, my journey was kind of 50-50 of starting my own business and this podcast and all. So I love, love, love when people have supportive families or they're the ones that come up with the thought of like, hey, you should do it and push yourself to do it. So that's awesome. Now, with this rebrand... How did you kind of refocus yourself, your products, your business, what you're focusing on to make it kind of under this umbrella of a more creative company?
1: What made me kind of switch gears with the SJL rebrand was I wanted to do something on a larger scale because I feel like throughout, you know, years of business, you always want to keep elevating. You want to keep growing. You want to keep doing something bigger and better. So I'm looking up different styles of art. I actually went to art school for a couple of semesters. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> and it ain't it. It was online. So it was a different, you know, feel. So I'm just exploring different things of how to, you know, do something bigger on a larger scale. And I come across acrylic pouring on YouTube. And I'm like, this looks easy. So I tried it out. I loved it, and then then I just kept doing it, and then you know that snowballed into where we are today.
0: I love watching the poor videos for acrylic painting are one of my favorite TikToks to watch in the world. So when we met, I was like, "Oh yes, I am so I love what I <laughs> love watching them because they are just so fascinating." I'm like, "How did you even do that? That's so cool!" So love what you do, yeah. but with the acrylic painting. And for those of you that don't know, go to Sam's website in the show notes, because I was like, how did this transition into clothing? But you make some beautiful pieces. So going through and seeing your website and your Instagram, I'm like, oh, wait, this actually makes a ton of sense. How did you come up <laughs> with that idea? Because it's completely different mediums, I feel. And just like, I would have never thought that.
1: Mm-hmm. When I was making the paintings, you know, a couple of people will come up to me and say, this needs to be on a shirt. I would totally get this on a shirt. And it would mostly be my peers because during that time I was young and, you know, you don't really have a lot of wall space, you know, so it was like, I will wear this instead of getting the canvas. So that put things in perspective. And then I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, I'm not a graphic designer. <laughs> Those that that were my thoughts. So one day I just said, you know what? Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's figure it out. So I YouTube. I love YouTube. Okay, I love YouTube. Absolutely. I learned so much. (laughs) Yes. You can learn how to build up your own house and a car. You can. (laughs) Yes. So I went on there and I said, you know, how can I transfer my paintings to clothing? And it was a little bit more um, difficult because you had to have like a certain scanner And just a lot of equipment was coming up. And I'm like, I don't have the money for that right now. So I went on Photoshop um, and then I just started creating. Like I didn't look up how to do Photoshop, but I did take a class on Photoshop. I will say that in college I took a class on Photoshop, but I just started like doing it. And then I just kept doing it and doing it until it got better now they're on (laughs) clone.
0: I just love your nonchalantness or you're just like, I'm just going to figure this out. And have you always been this type of person? And the reason I say this is because I know I was my own worst enemy. I was like, I can't run a business. I can't figure this out. I can't do this. But you're just like, I'm just going to figure it out. And I love that. But what do you attribute that characteristic to? Or is that just who you are? And you've always been that way, which mad props
1: and I'm very jealous. (laughs) I don't really know. I think it didn't come from anybody I know. That's a fact. Yes. (laughs) My mom is a social worker with a master's degree. My dad is a teacher with a master's degree. My brother has a master's degree. Like, we're very school-oriented in my family. And when I did something completely different from everyone, um, it was like, oh, my God, what is she doing? How are you gonna live? Like it was like clutching their pearls type of situation. And I don't know, I think it's really just been God because I'm very into um, you know, Christianity and my spiritual journey. So I really just feel like God has been doing this for me, honestly. Because if it was up to, you know, the humans, I probably would not, <laughs> not the humans. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's awesome.
0: Funny enough, I also was 24 when I started. Well, you were even younger, but I love that you said 24 because that's kind of like my age I was when I started my business. And I know sometimes people say like, oh, you're too young. What do you know? But in your experience, have you witnessed people that have said anything like that to you or what's been your experience being a young business owner with other people or what their reactions normally are?
1: Being a young business owner, I think it is it has its perks and it has this, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cons because, you know, you have that fresh mind of, oh, we can do anything yeah. like you the know, sky's the limit, you know. Um, but it's also people can treat you as if you don't know anything in the in, you know, the sky is definitely just the limit and you can't go over the sky, you know, it's kind of hard to deal with those type of people who have that mindset, because I'm always going to speak positivity and affirmations over everything that I do. So I just try to, you know, I listen to them, you know, I hear them out and then I say, I think I want to do something different. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And even if, you know, I fail, it will never really be a fail because I will be learning from that situation. It is true.
0: And it's something I love to hear or my favorite because I'm a millennial and I've been told before like, oh, these stupid millennials are the worst. And I'm like, that's hilarious because you hired a millennial, but like people complaining to me about it. But Mm -hmm. I always think about this too. It's like, what age is perfect to start a business? I mean, you're too young, you're too old, you're too what? Like there's no perfect age. And I'm so thankful, like like you said, to have started it younger because the sky is the limit. And I feel like coming up, To my 30s, I'm very much like, okay, I feel good. I know this is going to be badass and successful. We went through our growing years, and now this guy, like, there is no limit on this. So Mm -hmm. I do think there's some credibility to, like, young people that do start in their early 20s. It's freaking hard out here, too, but... (laughs) Someone on a past podcast said entrepreneurship is the most ghetto thing in the world. And it was, I swear, we need to put that on a t-shirt because no truer words have been said. So coming up to this next year, what is, I don't want to say like, what's the next year have in store? (laughs) Because there's so much, but where do you hope to grow your business? Whether that is in the next month, year, 10 years, where are we going with it? (laughs) I'll let us question.
1: (laughs) It's such a loaded question, too, I know. But yes, Um, coming up in the next year, I will say this. I will be sewing my own collection. That's exciting. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm very excited about that. I literally just learned how to sew two months ago. So that will be in store. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Is this going to be partnerships
0: or you have your own storefront? Where, or is it online? Like where, if people are listening, want to check out your collection when it launches?
1: It will be online. Okay. But I am in contact with some stores. I'm about putting my stuff in their shops. Right now, my collections are in also Vintage downtown. Mm-hmm. It's a vintage store, which I love. Don't go in there if you don't want to spend money.
0: <laughs> I know. And that's the hard part. It's like, oh, but you love that store. I'm like, I can't afford to spend money right now. I can't walk into stores. I have impulse to a T. I have the problem being a small business owner. I don't know if you feel this way too, but I'm like, I'm supporting small business. So it's fine if I drop a few hundred dollars.
1: Like I love when people do that to me. I love that. So I want to return that favor, but it's like, can you really return that favor? (laughs) Like just wait, Angela,
0: just wait till you have that money to do it. You're incredible. And I do feel, I don't know why, but I do feel the sky is the limit for you. And not to use that cheesy saying, but I mean, just the fact you taught yourself, how, like you're learning how to sew and you're just sewing your own collection. Like, I don't wanna sit here and be like, who does that? But I mean, mm-hmm. who does that in the best way possible of just, oh, you know, maybe we'll do five year anniversary, one year anniversary when you're just New York Fashion Week and first and foremost out there. But you're amazing. Oh, and something we did not talk about. You were involved with Michigan Fashion Week, which how we got connected through Amanda Sweet. Thanks, Amanda. Mm-hmm. But tell me, how is that? was that? Was this
1: your first time or what did you do for Michigan Fashion Week? So Michigan Fashion Week was so fun. I love Michigan Fashion Week. That was my second time in Michigan Fashion Week. And actually, Michigan Fashion Week helped me get into New York Fashion Week last year <gasps> and then also helped me get into Paris Fashion Week the beginning of this year. I'm sorry. I take back what I said when you're in it, that you
0: are already <laughs> in it. Holy shit. Excuse my language, but it's OK. Why are we not talking about that? Oh, my gosh. We're going to work on you telling more of your story because <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: But go ahead. Sorry. It's OK. But it definitely was a great experience to have because that was my first fashion show ever. The one last year um, with Michigan Fashion Week. It was my first show and I was so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. It's different when you're walking the runway, like you have your pieces going down, than like you're at an art show. Like it's a different feeling, and I didn't think I would feel that way, but I definitely was afraid. <laughs> I had like twenty three models, and I was just like, "Oh my god, like what is going on?" Okay. And then how'd you get
0: into New York Fashion Week? What's that been like? And then you said Paris, you already did, or you're set to
1: do? I did in February.
0: Okay, so walk us through the story (laughs) of
1: first you got the opportunity for New York and then Paris. Okay, so when I got the opportunity for New York, it was with the model experience. Um, And they have different shows around the United States, but it was very fun. I met people all over the United States. Um, They actually pick your models for you. And I actually am still actively talking to some of the models that were in the show. Um, We created like this really big group chat and it was like fun to like get to know everyone and just experience something new for everybody. I don't think anyone was in New York Fashion Week before that one, like my models were. So it was experience for everyone and we had a great time. Actually, one of the models bought the piece that he was wearing on the runway. Wow. Yes. So I was like, oh my gosh. That was crazy. Um, And then Paris Fashion Week. I went to Paris Fashion Week and that was my first time going to Paris. We're really going anywhere over there. (laughs) Anywhere in Europe. That was my first time. Wow. Uh, My mom went with me and my best friend, Michaela. She's also a model. I was also scared. (laughs) I was also a little afraid, but... I kind of always knew I was going to go to Paris because I feel like after New York, like you have to go to Paris. Like it only gets better. So I'm like, I have to go to Paris. Um, My auntie helped me with the collection. She's actually my mentor, um, Ash Harvey. Yeah, she's a fashion designer herself. So she helped me with my collection. I had about 10 models. Some of them did not speak English. <laughs> How was that experience? It was wild because I'm like, you know, hi, my name is Samaya. You know, oh. I'm the owner of Pastor B. Miani, and they're looking at me like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. okay. <laughs> Good talk. Yeah, great talk. You know, are you this small? Like, what size? Do you- right. <laughs> Which shoe size? Like, I'm like, okay. So a couple of monos did not speak English, but It was a great time. I had a blast. I was there for a week. Um, The food was amazing. I'm still thinking about it. Um, (laughs) I would be too. Yeah. And it was great. It was really great. I really loved every moment of it.
0: Yeah. We need to put that in your bio that your pieces have been featured in Michigan, New York and Paris Fashion Week because it's kind of a big deal. So we're going to work on that after this recording. So, You have a lot of exciting things. I mean, the fact that you've accomplished this much already in your career. I mean, what's the next 24 years going to be? You are going to be on billboards and you are going to be all over the world and you're already getting there. So, wow. I have so much, so much. I'm just like blown away, like star, like starstruck and just can't form words right now. This is amazing. But (laughs) as we wrap this up, Sam, what advice do you have for listeners? Because I feel like you you'll have a few pieces of
1: advice. Of course. Of course. Okay. Number one is believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. That will get you through anything. Okay. Now, if you're Christian or if you, you know, um, practice any religion, have a relationship with, you know, whoever you are praying to, whoever you, your religion is based off of, um, have that relationship. Also, I do want to say, take risks. Live your life. Take risks. When I say take risks, I mean, do what you feel is best, even if it's against the grain, even if you don't have the money, because money is very minute to the greater scheme of things. You know, one minute you're up, one minute you're down. But that doesn't have to matter if you're putting in that work. And everybody's story is going to be different. Literally, nobody's story is going to be the same. Samaya, you are incredible. This has been a
0: blast. I can't wait to continue to watch you blow up because you clearly are going to. (laughs) But for those of you listening, if you want to follow Sammy on any social media, buy from her collection, head to the show notes. And thank you again for listening to another episode of That's Business. If you're looking for a career change and you're not sure where to start, the Resume Rescue can help. Sure, there's no such thing as the perfect fit for everyone. But here at The Resume Rescue, we're on a mission to find the perfect solution for you. Whether it's changing careers, updating a resume, learning LinkedIn, or practicing interviewing, we have you covered. Find us online at theresumerescue.com and find all of our contact info in our show notes.